following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Would you say that the Air Voorhees is more fuel efficient than a standard Batista? It doesn't have the land speed, but it can fit a whole lot more people. Very good, Greg. Very good indeed. Damn, that's scary. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Dude, great. How was your Thanksgiving? Tell me about it. It's good to see you again. Um, Really, I don't remember a lot of it because my parents have uh, gotten in the habit of uh, handcuffing me and locking me in the closet. Oh, just for fun? Well, no, I, um, I showed up on that. Ah, okay. Classic Greg. That's what I like. My Thanksgiving was okay. I just ate a cup of noodles and hung out with my dog. It was cool. Sounds like a good time. Uh, Did your dog have noodles as well? No, he watched me eat them. Hmm. So not quite such a a great holiday for the dog as it was for uh, big old noodle head Micah. Yep, I'm a terrible dog owner. Good man. But now that Thanksgiving is behind us, it's time for the ultimate holiday, which is Christmas. Oh, says you. I'm a little bit more of a Yom Kippur guy myself. Oh, are you? I guess uh, you could be kind of a Hanukkah-type guy, too, and enjoy Santa's sleigh. Yeah, to a lesser extent, Kwanzaa, if you know what that is. Well, I could tell you one thing about Kwanzaa is that you have to watch all the Silent Night, Deadly Night films. Can you do it high on meth? I don't see why not. All right, sign me up. That's right. Greg, you've seen all the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, right? Well, there's two of them, right? No, dude, there's like five, six, if you're counting the soft reboot from 2012. Well, in that case, I've seen a solid third of that series. Hoo-wee. So you watched one and two, right? In a manner of speaking. Yeah, one and two are kind of like the go-tos for the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, even though part two is just totally a retelling of the first one. You really want to get into the fucking meat and potatoes. You got to get to three, four, and five, my man. Oh, you know me too well. Meat and potatoes are my jam. Yeah, well, these meat and potatoes are going to be shoved up your ass, down your throat, in every orifice you have. Because the third one, it actually has Bill Mosley starring as the killer from the first movie. Oh, fantastic. Uh, But what of his skull? Uh, It's missing and replaced with a clear dome, half uh, circle type thing over top of his head, exposing his brain and a bunch of fluid. It's kind of neat. Fuck yeah. Yeah, then he also has like some weird telepathic sex thing going on with this blind chick. It's really confusing. It kind of takes a Nightmare on Elm Street approach. Uh, That's pretty much all you need to know about part three. Okay. Yeah, but now part four. Oh, boy, howdy. Hold on to your dick for this one. Done because and this, done. this one doesn't even have a killer Santa. Shit. Shit. I don't even think this one takes place during Christmas time because it is greener than the Dickens outside. Flagrant false advertising. Next. No, no. I'm not done with that yet. We got ourselves a witch's coven Ooh. that worship a bunch of bugs. Hey. And you got Clint Howard playing as a vagrant homeless guy doing their bidding. You know what? He's always made a perfect toady. Oh, absolutely. But the next one, five, my man, is like the be-all, end-all of the fucking series. 
Go on. You, you got yourself killer toys in this one. Okay. You got that kid from Pumpkinhead in this one. Oh, well, it's better than the kid from The Shining. Absolutely. Especially the 97 version. Ugh. But anyways, more importantly, with Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 5, you got yourself Mickey Rooney. You mean famous racist Mickey Rooney? Alleged famous racist Mickey Rooney, Greg. That's the one. Woof. Was his role in this as controversial as I expect and hope it to be? Uh, no, not really. Even though he did say the N-word a few times and he said some really uh, ooh, disparaging remarks about the Asian community. Oh. Well, did he dress up like a Frenchman in one of those striped shirts and a beret, uh, just popping in with a baguette and one of those spindly little mustaches? You know he did, but also uh-huh. in the movie, you should hear his take on the Italians and how greasy they are. It was hilarious. Ugh. But what of his view on Mexicans? Oh, that's in this one too, my man. Would you call it taco heavy? I wouldn't really call it taco heavy, but he kept doing that nacho cheese joke that's pretty old and stale. But when Mickey Rooney does it, it is a laugh. Ooh, I'm pulling my collar in anticipation. You know he did audition for a part in Blazing Saddles. Was he going to play Bill Johnson? <laughs> no, but he had a small part in Roots. That's my Rooney! That's my Rooney. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we are... Damn! That's scary! My name is Micah. I'm coming out of Reno, Nevada. I'm covered in grease and full of garlic. Over there in Buffalo, New York, is the handsome-faced, mustachioed man himself, my best friend in the whole universe, the Kurt Russell of podcasting, the Ben Stiller of my life, Greg. Come on, Greg. And I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. You know, I, uh, oh boy, Greg, I... It took me a real long time to get fucking Wonderwall stuck out of my, like, out of my fucking brain. I haven't had a song stuck in my head so bad since I want to say that fucking Call Me Maybe song. Oh. Until last week when we recorded their episode of Damn That Scary, where we were constantly quoting the Gallagher brothers. And uh, I'm actually kind of pissed off right now. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome fucking piece of shit <laughs> gonna fucking bash my head against a wonder wall that's probably gonna be the last time we're gonna mention oasis or the gallagher's on this show we kind of overdid it last time we really went hard with that one uh so we, uh, we can just say baby be singing. no singing every time Oh, every damn time. Greg, did you check out anything good this past week, my man? Well, I was locked in a closet for Thanksgiving dinner. um, Just like Harry Potter. Scratching violently at my skin, clawing at my eyes, just 
hoping for the mental and physical torment to end so that I could just be released out into the waking world and uh, live a normal life again. My family injected so much Thorazine into my body that when I finally did crawl out of that closet, I was a literal slug of a human being, just dripping, naked, defeated, drowning in my own despair. That's how I spent my Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. Been a little bit of a rough week. But, uh... I did watch a couple of trailers, though! <laughs> Woohoo! Let's talk about them, will Would we? Would you like to hear about them? Can we talk about those? Yeah. Yeah, what's the first one you want to discuss? Well, the first trailer is called... The Mean One! Mr. Grinch. Yes! No and it is basically... How the Grinch Stole My Innocence. Yeah, we have the mean one, which is starring David Howard Thornton as the Grinch, or as we'll call him in this movie, the mean one. This is the- Terrifier, but Art the Clown is green this time. Yeah, and uh, I gotta tell you, it's probably not gonna be as good as Terrifier. Yeah, most likely not. No, definitely not. I do like seeing David Howard Thornton uh, expanding uh, in the universe of horror and not just playing as Art the Clown. I know he popped up recently in a zombie movie. Now he's in this. Now, watching the trailer, do you notice they called the town Newville instead of Whoville? I did not. You fool! Yeah, it's Newville, and they're not calling the Grinch the Grinch. He's just called the mean one. Apparently, Uh, the studio doesn't have rights to that shit. That's all licensed, yeah. So, uh... Yeah, so it's uh, it's basically the Grinch is going to house to house, stealing a bunch of shit. But then when he gets caught, he just murders a bunch of families. Yeah. It seems like a good time. This is coming out December 9th in theaters. Yay! I just really hope that there's at least one sack-related killing. Oh, there has to be. Right. I, I, I would actually like to see, like, a Jason Voorhees type thing where he stuffs, like, little uh, who gives a fuck who in the sack and starts bashing it against a Christmas tree or bashes a Christmas tree against the sack over and over again yeah. uh, and then pours the sack out and everything is just, like, bones and mush. There was a bunch of Christmas ornaments in there with the little what's-their-fuck who. Smushes it all around, slaps his sack on the other sack, sack against the tree. No, oh, uh, so many sacks. Yeah, just sack on sack, sackception. Gonna be fucking great. Oh, big sack attack. I told you the story the other night about that one guy, one guy that was stretching his sack out on the stump, right? Was this a dream that you had? No, nah, it was real life. You sure? Yeah, it was a real Daniel Day. <laughs> real, uh... <laughs> Genghis Congoloid. Real- <laughs> yeah, the mean one is actually done by Stephen Lamort. You know right. Stephen Lamort, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, he did a movie back in 2018, a live action Powerpuff Girls movie called The Long Way Back. And he also did a bunch of commercials. So this is kind of his first, like, theatrical release. Yeah, when I said I knew Stephen Lamort, uh, I uh, falsified the truth. You lied to me? Yes, for like the 999,000th time on this show. Oh. I regret it. That's okay. But when it comes to Lamort, I mean, how honest can you really be? With a name like Lamort, it must be French. And we know how Mickey Rooney feels about them. Indifferent? Mystical rivalry! 
refuse to stop me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He hates him like every other he nationality. Hates him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course he does. Rooney, you fucking rascal. Well, that's more better. Uh, what we got next, babe? Well, our next trailer is for Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolarama Part Two. <laughs> they made a new one? A second one. Dude, it's been like 35 years since the original came out, starring uh, Linnea Quigley, Brink Stevens, and that one fat fuck from Night of the Demons. Yeah, well, it's time for number two. <clears throat> and this literally looks like it's shot and acted to resemble pornography as much as possible. So you mean to tell me it's a full moon movie? I really hope so. Yeah, Charles Band is, uh, boy, man, he is really skimping out on budget these days. I love Charles Band, but, mm-hmm. uh, my God, all of his films are shot in a house in L.A. Yep, his uh, house, most likely. It is. He owns it. Uh, yep. it's, uh, all these different rooms are set up with green screens, different sets and stuff. A lot of it's reused, recycled. So we have a lot of the sorority house filmed in this house, but... But... It's also filmed at a bowling alley. Hey, so that half of the title really is going to come into play. It sure is. Dude, what's really exciting about Sorority Babes 2 and the Slime Bowl Bolarama mm-hmm. is that it's actually directed by Brink Stevens. Good. Yay! One of the ultimate scream queens from the 80s. Yeah, wasn't she the Frankenhooker? Uh, no. No. Oh. Wasn't she the sleepaway camp? Uh, no. Wasn't she the boobs in Jason Part 5? I know. Oh. That was... I actually don't know who that was. Well, you're going to have to tell me what Brink Stevens was in. She was in Nightmare Sisters. And probably Slimeball Bolarama Part 1, right? you goddamn right she was. She was hey! also in Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, you fuck. What a good movie that was because of her. I mean, yeah, her scene was awesome. And you know what? If Linnea Quigley doesn't do something shockingly sexual in part two, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, it kind of looks like she rocks a shotgun in it. (laughs) Depending on your interpretation of the word rocks, that could fulfill all of my dreams and wishes. I like it. It's a statement. Uh, Rest assured. December 2nd, I will totally be watching this movie because I'm a huge fan of the original. I love the imp in it, the genie imp, whatever the fuck he is. Yeah. I love that he talks like a 70s soul brother, but he's like a thousand years old. I just, I dig the fuck out of that, dude. I'm excited to remember the name Brink Stevens. Me too, man. Me too. I work with a lot of um, young f***ers, like in their early 20s, kids that grew up watching my movies, and so it's fun for them to with me and plus I bring a lot of experience to the table after 23 years um, so a lot of first time f***ers but it's fun if they gotta come from somewhere what else you got our next trailer is called Wolf Manor oh neato and it is basically Hot Fuzz meets the Wolfen in a no holds barred gore fest that's as sophisticated as it is sticky yeah this is gonna be really British Soundtrack by the Gallagher Brothers. Uh, yeah, sure. Potentially. Allegedly. Undeniably. Uh, This movie looks like an absolute blast. (laughs) Oh, okay. There's going to be a lot of gore. There's going to be a lot of wolves. There's going to be transformations. And there is a plethora of British gentlemen 
foppishly sipping brandy. Yeah, it's quite good, quite good. Excellent! If you check out the trailer to Wolf Manor, you'll see a bunch of Easter eggs, uh, a bunch of homages to American Werewolf in London. Holy fucker! The movie follows a group of filmmakers that hang out at a mansion somewhere in England. I don't know where the Moors are or some shit. The titular manor. But guess what? There's a goddamn werewolf on set. What happened to your queer party, friends? Yeah, it looks fucking great. Well, and then we have a little trailer I like to call Inside. Inside, Inside With- of what, Greg? Well, that's the ominous part because this film stars one Willem Dafoe. Whoa, I don't want Willem Dafoe inside of anything of me. Anything of me. No, if you've ever wondered what it's like to be fucked with a baseball bat, keep that in mind if you ever see Willem Dafoe on Tinder and swipe at your own risk, my friend. I feel like it's a staple on Damn That Scary that Willem Dafoe has, as I will quote my co-host here, a comically large penis. Yeah, unbelievably comically large. Yeah, uh, so we all know that Robert Pattinson, when he farts, it just goes. It's like a popped balloon on an exhaust pipe. Oh. <laughs> Willem Dafoe stars as a character named Nemo, who is a master thief who ends up getting locked inside of a penthouse filled with priceless art. Oh my and the cat God. burglar soon learns that his worst nightmare comes true. As he is fighting for survival, the whole movie is just Willem Dafoe stuck in this fucking place because apparently the security system shuts down on him. Uh, it seems like the temperature is rising. He's getting really sweaty. He's licking the inside of a refrigerator for condensation to stay alive. Hide your valuables because once he gets aroused, he's like a bull in a china shop. Oh, my sweet Jesus. We're going to have this coming out March 10th which is directed by Ben Hopkins. <laughs> ben Hopkins, who was forced to wear a face shield through the entirety of the filming. <laughs> I just survived, buddy. Hey. Can't wait to see it. That's why Willem Dafoe was the only one on set for this movie, because nobody could work with him anymore. The last time we saw him in anything, he was stuck alone with Robert Pattinson. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's like it, man. It's either he works with one person or nobody. And Pattinson had a noticeable limp throughout half of the shooting of Batman. So take that for what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it did not come from the seagull. Oh! God, I love that movie. But it's just so weird to think that Willem Dafoe had Robert Pattinson's legs up on his shoulders just plowing away. Yeah, the farts were probably outrageous. <laughs> oh, of course. they Dude, like, there's a part where Robert Pattinson describes how willem defoe smells yeah he talks about how it's like a fucking dead carcass wrapped around like a foreskin that hasn't been washed in months offensive in its density oh god he describes dick cheese in a really detailed way oh but mickey rooney will tell you that the french love that shit why does he hate the french so much I don't know, man. What is, what, is Mickey, what is Mickey Rooney's problem with all races? Why can't he just be tolerant of other people's cultures? I wish he could just pick one and really just, you know, just keep it focused rather than hating everyone so broadly and so inappropriately. Well, I mean, I think we all know the one race he truly hates. And what's that? 
You're disturbing me. I mean, just go back and watch uh, Audrey Hepburn's classic Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? What a time of disturbance. I cannot sleep. One of my favorites. Soundtrack by the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> Wait, was it the Gin Blossoms? No. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, no, 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 no. Soul Asylum. Collective Soul. The Toadies. Creed. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. R.E.M. Dave Matthews. Bitch. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Well, how about Everclear? Rammstein. Harvey Danger. Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. Blowfish. That Ace of Bass song, The Sign. Hootie and the Blowfish. The Verve Pipe. Are they the same as the Verve? No. They do. Well, a mere fresh man. That was an Oasis song. Mickey Rooney would never listen to them. But we all know Mickey Rooney's favorite band. Presidents of the United States of America. What? <laughs> I was going to say BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Rooney's a big old racist. That's what we're getting at. You heard that. That's what we're getting at. You know where we're coming from here. You know where we're coming from. But there's somewhere that I'm coming from, and that's the month of October. Yeah. And Greg, what did we talk about through the great month of October? Bears? You goddamn right we did. Oh. And guess what, you piece of shit? What? Coming in February, we have a motion picture based on true events coming out. About bears? Yep. It's directed by the beautiful and talented Elizabeth Banks. And I know her from such movies as... Charlie's Angels! Uh... This is 40? Pitch Perfect 2. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish! Zack and Miri make a porno! A Serbian film? Salo! Perfect. Yeah, we're gonna do this again, guys. Yep. Oh, let me just fast forward a little bit here. We'll get to the end of it. Hey, that's why I'm in the wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's right. Elizabeth Banks is directing Cocaine Bear. Oh, this is actually based on a true story where a bear ate, uh, I want to say, like 200 pounds of cocaine. Is this like all those gators in Florida that got into the meth supply? And then just scourged the sewers until everybody lost their children? Ah, you're thinking of that one episode of the Ninja Turtles with old Leatherhead. Oh, yeah, the one where he just, he ate everybody's kids until they had to send a bunch of mutant turtles after him to just kick his ass. Yeah, I thought the rip in that episode was very tasteful. Uh, Not me. But yeah, Cocaine Bear will be coming out February 23rd. I'm pretty stoked about this. I mean, it's Elizabeth Banks that's directing this movie, which makes it even, like, even fucking crazier. Yay! Does she make a lot of, like, Sharknado-esque films? Like, Asylum No, pictures? dude! Uh, this is, like, her first time doing something like this. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I'm really excited about this. And one of the things, like, I'm actually kind of really excited about is that this is Ray Liotta's last movie. Oh, shit. Is he in it? Dude, Ray Liotta died while filming this movie because he ate 200 pounds of cocaine on set. He probably accidentally fed cocaine to a bear, and the consequences <laughs> were obvious. The cocaine bear is the same bear from the great outdoors. He ingested a bunch of cocaine, killed Ray Liotta on set. And that's uh, why he had a closed casket funeral. That's exactly why. Not because the fact that his face is decorated like an autumn squash. Nope, because of bears. 
but yeah, this, uh, as I said before, this is inspired by a true story that happened when uh, an American black bear ingested a duffel bag full of cocaine back in 1985. Of course. And apparently went on a fucking crazy, awesome spree where he <laughs> killed a bunch of fucking sex workers. Whore. Uh, went fucking nuts. Bought himself a Lamborghini. Excellent! Had a real jittery night's sleep and woke up the next morning just wondering where all that fucking cocaine went. <laughs> Dude, the worst part about it is, is that the bear was, like, grabbing me by the lapels at 5 a.m., screaming in my face, Call your guy! Call your fucking guy! And I'm like, cocaine bear, it's 5 in the morning, dude. Like, this, like I can hear birds chirping. And he's just grinding his teeth away like a fucking animal, because he is an animal. You don't uh, understand, I'll do anything. Yeah, wait, anything? Like, okay, cocaine bear, maybe we can talk about this for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we've all been there. Like, it's like, uh, oh, geez, no matter what I say, don't let me do another bump in the bathroom. But then you do another bump in the bathroom, and then it's fucking eight in the morning the next day. And you're still talking about the restaurant you're going to open. If we run out of blow, I have to hibernate. We know, Cocaine Bear. We know. Yeah, Cocaine Bear. We know. We know. Oh, my God. I love salmon. <laughs> oh god do i fucking love honey bring me a canoe full of campers oh the best michael jackson album is the most underrated and that's blood on the dance floor you don't understand man we could go to the west coast it would be so easy to move out of appalachia the godfather 3 is actually a good movie that last Mortal Kombat was only okay. The parts with Scorpion and Sub-Zero were pretty good. Why the fuck isn't there a Mortal Kombat for a Street Fighter movie? Why? If you don't put locks on your trash cans, I'm gonna eat it. Whenever I watch RoboCop 2, I wonder what it's like to do the drunk nuke. Yogi was a sellout, and Boo Boo was a bitch. Communism would work, you know. Eviscerate the proletariat. Freezer snack known as Uncrustables was my idea. That's, That's my our cocaine Hey, so The Walking Dead finally ended after being on air for 12 years and a bunch of, uh, fuck, I don't know, 10 was, seasons, 11 really, seasons. Really only 12 years? I thought it was more like 15. Ah, dude, it felt like that it was that long. But yeah, it's only been on for like 12 fucking years. Maybe 20? Uh, maybe, uh, 38. Eh, 44? Uh, 69. Yeah, that was a long show. Yeah, that show was very long. I actually tapped out at the season where they fucking left the prison. Because when yep. they killed Herschel and the governor, I'm like, hey, oh, I'm done. Man, come on. I'm done with this show, Some man. of us has only made it to fucking season 51. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. 69, dudes! But yeah, I mean, no, I, the... I made it to about three, I think. I, I yeah, that was it. That was season, when they were at the prison, three, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, I got tired of their shit. Yeah, it's... And it's... I love zombies. I do too, man, but... uh. I think the show is like one of those things where it's like, oh, geez, the real monsters are men. I mean, that's kind of every zombie movie, like any of the good ones anyway. The real zombie was mad. This old time. Yep. 
Uh, George Romero was all about that. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, well, yeah, that show's done. It's over. Fuck it, right? Like, we're never going to get this shit again. Now I well, can finally focus on Fear the Walking Dead like I've always wanted to. Or you could focus on the adventures of Negan and Maggie in Dead City. Or there I is could a just dude... do a bunch of meth and masturbate like I planned. Yeah, or you could do a bunch of cocaine with a bear. All right. Where's my Hootie and the Blowfish album? Hootie and the Blowfish. You know what? I don't give a shit about this show, nope. but it is a thing that's going to happen, and I know a lot sure. of our listeners are going to be a part of this. Hey, maybe it'll uh, be the greatest thing that's ever happened to television. Uh, maybe you'd rather do meth and masturbate. That's, that's uh, in your hands, uh, everybody. Sure. Hey, hey hands. you know what? While we're talking about this, I want to go off and say that uh, Norman Reedus. <laughs> I was just about I, to go off. Go ahead. Uh, Norman Reedus apparently didn't die in The Walking Dead. I got, I honestly, dude, I thought he did. Didn't he die? I assumed he was eaten by zombies. Or was it Rick? Was it Rick die? Was it Rick's kid? Rick's kid died, right? Uh, Coral? Coral. Yeah, yeah. that one. That uh, one. yeah, Coral? he's, he's dead forever. Go fuck you. Uh, go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> But, you can't hide in a tent, Coral. It's made of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on cocaine. <laughs> okay, cocaine bear. Okay. <laughs> this is the crossover that we want. I don't give a shit about Negan and Maggie. I want cocaine bear enters living dead land. Or now, the issue with cocaine bear is that cocaine suppresses your appetite. So I feel like cocaine bear would just go on like a slasher killing spree and not even like eat you. Oh, no, man. Trust me. Cocaine Bear doesn't kill because he's hungry. He just kills to hunt. He kills because it's fucking fun when you're on cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I never really killed anybody when I was on coke. You're not a bear! I'm not a bear! You'll never be a bear! Yeah, not with that attitude. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently Norman Reedus is getting his own Walking Dead show, too. It's Jesus uh... Christ. Christ, there's two Dude, of them. Negan and Maggie are going to be in New York City having themselves a good time. Uh, Norman Reedus is going to be overseas somewhere in Europe. Jesus, read the room, AMC. Nobody wants these shows anymore. Yeah, man, what the fuck? We're zombied out. Yeah, and like, guys, thanks for making zombies not cool. Unless this Reedus spin-up is going to involve a fuck ton of surfing, I have no interest in it. Oh, man, that actually sounds like a good time. That and Negan like better a be real... a fucking parasailer. And maybe they'll fight some sharks. I don't know. They could be zombie sharks. I'm, I'm trying to meet you halfway. Yeah. But... So, like, you know, I, I stopped watching Walking Dead, but and, and you did too, so you're not the person to ask this, but do they have, like, zombie animals in this shit? I'm going to say yes. Oh. Okay, no, cool. No, wait, so no. Have... There, was a, there was a dead horse in the first episode. It wasn't a zombie. I worked with a guy that anytime he would go to take a piss, he'd say, well, excuse me, I got to go talk to a man about a horse. Was it Willem Dafoe? Yeah, Greg. I worked he's... with Willem Dafoe. <laughs> because he's been known to shatter the porcelain on a urinal or two. <laughs> and he only weighs a buck 40. It's like, I got to go speak to a man about completely renovating his bathroom. <laughs> Because I'm about to tear that shit up. You know the song Like a Virgin by Madonna is actually written after... It was actually written after she had sex with Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe, the excavator. I think Quentin Tarantino told that story. 
the tunnel rat, the reservoir dog. That's what we call him. I mean, this cat is like Charles Bronson in The Great Escape. He's digging tunnels. Hey, uh, did you see those pictures for uh, the new Scream movie? Yeah, part six. Yeah, Ghostface takes Manhattan, man. Uh, we got ourselves the whole cast. Uh, we got the surviving characters from Scream Five. Good. They are returning in this. Apparently, they all decide, "Hey, shit, let's get out of fucking Woodsboro and let's move over to New York City where we're we're safe." They Little did new they know people. that Ghostface was going to follow them by boat. <laughs> Just like the fucking Great White Shark in Jaws Revenge, Ghostface will find you no matter where you go. He's gonna he's gonna strap himself onto the bottom of a cruise ship like he's De Niro in Cape Fear. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, I guess it, it kinda depends on where he's coming from, right? Where uh where did Scream Five take place? I don't know, fucking Illinois or Indiana or some shit. No, oh, so he could conceivably feed a bear a big pile of cocaine and just ride it straight to New York City then. Awesome. <gasps> so now with Scream Six coming out, like I, I all I pray is that we get another fucking scary movie movie that involves fucking ghost face. Well, somebody call up the Wayne's brothers, cause uh now's your time to shine. <laughs> Offer them a duffel bag of cocaine. And a bear. Got yourself a fucking movie. <laughs> the surviving Wayans gets to write the script. I just hope it's, I hope it's Wayans Wayan, Wayan Wayans. Is there a Wayne? Wayne Wayne Wayans Wayne Wayans. Dude, they're like the Baldwins but black. I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but there are seven hundred <laughs> of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scream Six is gonna be coming out in fucking uh, March, February. I don't fucking know who cares. January sixth, uh, USA, USA. Uh, yeah, there are a couple pictures released for it. Apparently, we are very fucking close to a trailer dropping. They're saying that it's gonna drop in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, rest assured that when it does drop, who's gonna be there to pick up the scraps? None other than your boys at Damn That Scary. Correct. Yeah. Oh man, speaking of upcoming shit coming out in 2023, we are going to receive the re return of Tobin Bell, where he will be returning to Saw in Saw X. This oh. is where Jigsaw goes to space. That old bitch is still alive? Yeah, didn't he die like three times or come back a couple times? I don't fucking know. Hasn't yeah, there like, been other Jigsaws? In it's real life confusing. though, like you're talking about the movies. He's been fucking, he's been to the afterlife and back at least Tobin three or four Bell? times. Yeah, Tobin Bell's alive as shit. He's a fucking walking zombie. Dude, he's about as alive as Mickey Rooney is, and Mickey Rooney is alive as fuck. <sighs> well, I hope he doesn't spend a whole lot of time in Asia, because uh, that could get ugly. Once again, I must have broke death! Yeah, so apparently Saw X, we are gonna, as I mentioned, we are going to see Jigsaw in space. Apparently uh, Jigsaw is going to have a kid in it. No, 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 no! Jigsaw goes to camp. Jigsaw goes to jail. Jigsaw in the army. Jigsaw takes Manhattan. Jigsaw scared stupid. Jigsaw, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Jigsaw 2, sloppy seconds. Jigsaw, mistress of the dark. Jigsaw X. Jigsaw bloodlines. Jigsaw revelations. Jigsaw hell world. Jigsaw the next generation. Jigsaw bloody beginnings. Jigsaw, next of kin. Jigsaw the ghost dimension. 
How about this? Just Jigsaw. Ooh. Wait, they already did that, didn't they? Yeah. That was the last one. Shit! No, wait. The last one was called Spiral, right? I don't know. It had that one guy that got slapped by that other guy. They had one that was just called Saw. That was the first one. Fantastic. Yay! Well, yeah, we're going to get Saw X. It's going to come out in October. And honestly, I, uh, oh, man, I do not give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Nope. I got tired of these movies a long time ago. Yeah, I'm sawed out, dude. I would much rather see a new Final Destination than a new Saw movie. Yeah, apparently there's going to be a Final Destination series coming out on HBO Max. That's pretty exciting. Fuck yeah. I'm so yeah, into man. that. I'm all about turning an old franchise into a series. Kind of like what they're doing with uh, Hellraiser now. Uh, that's also going to be on HBO Max. It's backed by Clive Barker. So uh, Clive Barker well, had nothing to do with the last movie. Uh, he, he produced it, I think, right? Nope. He was involved. Uh, yeah, I think he had to sign something saying it's okay to use the characters. That was a... Oh, well, if that's the case, I would explain why it sucks so much. Yeah, probably. But hey, uh, but speaking of these franchises that are being turned into shows, I got a little bit of uh, tidbits for the Crystal Lake series coming out. That's by uh, Brad Fuller, the guy behind Hannibal. Oh, very good. This is the prequel to the Friday the 13th franchise, correct? Yeah, this is going to be coming out on uh, on Paramount, uh, which is very confusing that they're saying prequel because I found out today that the show is actually going to follow Jason. Really? Yeah, I thought it was going to follow like a young Pamela, yeah. uh, possibly uh, Elias Voorhees, who's Jason's father. <laughs> what are you, my dad? <laughs> so I think it's going to be like Pamela breastfeeding a young Jason and like just getting her nipples bit off. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to follow Jason drowning, but then not drowning. I it, it's. This is all very confusing. I don't know what route they're going to take in the show. You think uh, he's just especially... going to keep drowning over and over again? Like he's going to drown, he's going to drown in the bathtub. He's going to drown in his cereal bowl. He's going to drown in his fish tank. He's just this little motherfucker just can't stop drowning and shit until eventually he gets to a body of water big enough that it takes him out, and she's just devastated. Like, what happened? How did I really... my boy die? I, he's just so like top heavy because his head's so big. Yeah, it's his... enormous. He's like a very young Hulk Hogan where his head grew before his body and he's just tipping over constantly. I think when he was a baby, she just she held him by the head like she was palming a basketball <laughs> and uh, his body didn't totally develop, but his head became very robust. Well, she's fucking like transporting him like she's a mama cat transporting kittens, just grabbing Jason by the back of the scruff by her teeth. Yes, and ironically, it eventually became the anchor that took him straight to hell. Oh, wait, you mean like Jason goes to hell? That's what I was getting at, yeah. Uh, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. And then it probably, you know, eventually puffed up like a big old balloon and went up to space for Jason X. Yeah, this is the this is what I'm getting at. His head was a transportation device. It was, uh, it was that large. It's just a fucking blimp? Yeah, you could fit probably six or seven dozen people inside of it uh, and take an <laughs> across-Atlantic flight. <laughs> Knocking at the world's most impressive skyscrapers. A wonder to behold, the likes of which you have never seen. 
So you said the Air Voorhees could fit about four to six people. I feel like that's two Batistas. No, 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 no. I think I said six to seven dozen people. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm willing to put this up against the Batista any day. However, uh, you're going to have to have passports. You're going to have to have papers. The Batista is more like a hippie van that you can just take coast to coast. You know, you can clam bake it if you really want to. You can put some solar panels on the top. Uh, you got a whole lot more options with the Batista. The uh, Think of uh, the Air Voorhees as more of like a luxury liner. Oh, I like that. Like a, yeah. like a V6. Entertainment, excursions, a sight to behold. Really, in the Beautiful. face of that, the Batista's kind of bullshit. Don't you ever say anything bad about the Batista? It's very utilitarian. Uh, speaking of, we finally have a release date for Knock at the Cabin, which is starring uh, Batista. Oh, really? Yep, February 3rd. <laughs> you better hope that cabin has a garage. <laughs> yeah, so we got ourselves Knock at the Cabin, which is supposed to be kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. But uh, it's M. Night Shyamalan, so there's a very good chance that oh, fuck this it. is this is going to be fucking terrible. Who cares? Shut it down. We're not going to talk about this anymore. No, I, I dare. Other than the fact that it has Batista, I want nothing to do with you that. You burned shit. me too many times, Shyamalan. Dude, seriously, I I've never been more burnt out on a director than Shyamalan. This cocksucker did like two good movies, three. Only one. Shame movies. on you. Fooled me. Fucking seven or eight or however many goddamn movies you have. Shame on you. Uh, it nice. all it all fucking started when I saw the village in theaters, and I I I don't think I've ever been so pissed off at a movie. The night is long and full of bullshit. Yep. Such is the story of Shyamalan. Shyamalan bullshit. See, now that's some bullshit. So the team that brought us VHS and uh, the recent Scream movie that came out earlier this year and the new one that's coming out next year that we just talked about are going to bring us... Get this, dude. Mm-hmm. It's finally greenlit, and they are going forward with it. I'm talking about John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Come again? Escape from New York. The guys that brought us VHS and Scream with Lay 1L as Oh my the fucking god, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait. John Carpenter is being credited as being a executive producer that's okay and apparently he is also going to be doing the score for the movie but you know Uh, what as long as kurt russell is involved this is going to be fucking perfect kurt russell is involved but it's it's so early in pre-production that we don't know if this is actually going to be like a sequel to escape from new york or a reboot or a soft reboot or whatever the fuck but we're this is finally going to happen. Now, they were talking, I think it was uh, Lionsgate was talking about rebooting uh, Escape from New York back in 2007. Cool. Uh, but that got scrapped, and thank fucking God. And I know The Rock was talking about uh, actually rebooting Escape from New York a few years back, and that fell through. Uh, but now it's actually, this is greenlit. It's going through. It's going to fucking happen. Uh, with Lay Winnell as director, you know, Lay Winnell is the guy that did uh, Upgrade, Invisible Man, and the original Saw movie. And I think he did like Insidious Part 3. Well, uh, those were all great. I would be nah. willing to bet that Kurt Russell is going to play a role 
something along the lines of like the Duke. You part for the Duke of New York. You're a number one. Or he's gonna be, um, you know, he's gonna be an older character. He's gonna be on the opposite side of things this time. I bet he's gonna be part of the New York prison system establishment rather than the lone rebel fucking things up. Okay, but that's if it's going to be a reboot. Now, if this is going to be a sequel, I would love to see Old Man Snake. I, I have a feeling that he went and he retired on some fucking distant desert island after the last one. Sucking on blue milk? Yeah, why not? Yeah. He took his, his one cigarette with him and fucking just milked it for however long it's been. A little it's bit like a time. It's like a drag every month. Maybe he's out there growing tobacco fields. He found a tropical island to just grow tobacco on and do meth and jerk off. Hey, all right, that's pretty cool, I guess. But he's I mean, he's out there breeding know. bears and feeding them cocaine. <laughs> the way God intended it. I, I mean, I would like to see Kurt Russell come back as Old Man Snake and maybe have like a young apprentice that he's like teaching or something. I don't fucking know. Hey, it could be played by Shia LaBeouf. It worked so great with the Indiana Jones series. I would love to see it again. Hey man, you know what? Fuck all that shit. I would love to see the guy that was in that last Terminator movie. Shia LaBeouf? That's the one. All right. Oh, this is going to be perfect. You know what? I'm really I'm not excited about this anymore. I'm not excited about this no, at all. Fucked it up. Uh, you know, uh, that movie Holes is actually Willem Dafoe's favorite movie. Just planting uh, fence posts everywhere he can. One of the signs of the apocalypse is Jason Blum and James Wan putting aside their differences, if they ever had any. I don't fucking know. Uh, they're merging. The two studios are coming together to make I one. I believe the, the term is shunting. For anyone who listened to our review in Society way back when, probably our best episode. I think it was number 19, 20, somewhere around there. Uh, that was during Almost Porn April. Yeah. Great, so th- great That would have made it great probably month. episode 25, 26. 30, maybe. <sighs> you know, our best days. Our, our greatest years are behind us. Yeah. Or to put it another way, they are yet to come. Oh, the Willem, the Willem Dafoe years. It takes him a long time to come because his dick is so big. The Will of the Foe years, when we really club you over the head with our jokes. Uh, yeah, so how do you feel about Blum and Juan coming together? Well, I think I made that clear. I think um, when this finally happens, we are all going to ascend to a higher plane. Only perfection can come of this. Mm. Come of this. Mm-hmm. So I wait in eager anticipation. I don't know what else to say. I want nothing to do with this, dude. This is going to fucking suck, because you know we're going to get, oh, like, okay. an Insidious and a fucking, uh, uh, the Warrens bullshit, whatever the fuck that is. All right. You're uh, a non-believer. That's fine. Shit. Yeah, you know what? God is dead! What? Fuck! A new era. It's a new time. Hail well, my man, speaking of a new era and a new time, uh, we are continuing with our new format. Which means... Tune in to our next episode where we bring you a full-on movie review. Yep, we're cutting it off here, motherfuckers. Yeah, we are going to circumcise this. Yay! Yep, part B really, truly is the foreskin of our content. Tune in to part two of episode 96. Same damn that scary time, which is who fucking knows. Same damn that scary channel, which is wherever you're listening to us right now, folks. So uh, yep. 
you're going to want to chew on that like a little bit of bubble gum. Yeah, just like a Travis Scott concert. Ew, I didn't even like fucking saying that. Well, I'm uncircumcised. Are you fucking uh, a Mickey Rooney against my cock? You just love me! I don't have an answer for that. So, why don't you love each other? Why don't you care for one another? But most importantly, stay Keep. tuned for our feature review, Feast Part 2. Probably. Sloppy seconds! Yeah, I don't I don't actually know what that subtitle means. You're going to have to explain it to me. Uh, we'll find out this and more on the flip side. Yeah, I've had some sloppy puss in my day, so keep it spooky! Sloppy. We should have said keep it sloppy. Keep it sloppy. Fuck. Damn, that's scary. Let's go, Lizzie. This time I'm warning you. I am definitely this time going to call in the freeze. <laughs> Yogi was a bitch! And boo-boo. And guess what, fuckface? No, wait. Don't use that. That's what you call me. I'm incredibly sticky. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I would let Linnea quickly peg me. Hootie and the Blowfish! <laughs>